On this edition of Magic Pod Squad, presented by Kia, we catch up with Magic General Manager John Hammond. John Hammond recaps what was a devastating night for the Orlando Magic on Sunday, August 2nd. The season-ending injury to Jonathan Isaac, who suffered a torn ACL in that left knee. We catch up with John to get his thoughts on how Jonathan is handling everything, how his teammates reacted, and what this means for Jonathan, his teammates, and the organization moving forward. We also dive into this Orlando Magic team's resurgence, what they seem to have found on the offensive end, and what the remaining six seeding games look like for Orlando. All that and more with General Manager John Hammond on this edition of Magic Pod Squad presented by Kia. This is Aaron Gordon of the Orlando Magic. This is Evan Fournier. This is Jonathan Isaac. This is Mo Bamba. Check out what's new with the Orlando Magic Pod Squad. The host of characters give you a behind-the-scenes look at Magic basketball. The Magic Pod Squad has you covered. Subscribe and rate on iTunes and the Google Play Store today. And this podcast is presented to you by the all-new Seltos SUV from Kia, official vehicle of the Orlando Magic. Give it everything and... We're pleased now to catch up with John from inside the NBA campus at Disney. And, John, it's always great to catch up with you. And first of all, I, I just got to get your thoughts. It was, uh, it was a fun day yesterday for most of it, most of the game. And then right towards the end, obviously, the, the very difficult scene with Jonathan Isaac. And we now know that, that he's got a torn ACL. So I guess, first of all, we're all very sorry. We're sorry for him. Sorry for everyone involved. And love to get your thoughts and, and how J.I. is doing first and foremost, how he's handling everything. I, I think he's doing well. You know, um, he, he's a guy of obviously we're very aware of the strong commitment that he has mm-hmm. um, spiritually. And, and I think there's a, a carryover to, how, to um, him handling this now. And so um, he's, a, uh, he's a, always has a positive attitude. He always has that smile on his face. He'll continue to do that. He'll continue to work hard and, and get himself back from this. John, this is not new to you. You've seen this. You've seen these injuries like this time and time again. How difficult is it for you, you know, in, in your position? And I know you just you, you feel so badly for the kid. Yeah, it, it's it's um, it is it is um, it's difficult when it happens at the moment. Right. And then you wake up this morning and you, and you go, it's just a knee, you know. And it's it's a part of what we do. It's a part of competition, you know. Um, We've all, we've all, over all of our years, we've all watched and seen a lot of guys go down with injuries very, very similar to not this, if not the same exact injury. And so, um, you know, you get up and you kind of strap the boots on and say, hey, look, let's, yeah. let's get back to work and, and let's try to continue to play well. We're playing well now. Maybe we can continue to do that. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, not like, it's not like our team is all of a sudden just without Jonathan. Now he's gone. You know, we haven't had him for quite some time. Sure. So, um, so I think our guys, our guys, the adjustment's going to be, you know, somewhat easy for them. It's always nice having a guy like that on the bench that you can bring off the bench and, and eventually probably start him. But, but we've been going without him and we'll continue to do so. John, uh, John I, I know that you guys were comfortable bringing him back or he would not have been back on the court. Given that, how surprised were you, the, the medical staff, uh, just everybody in the organization that this injury occurred? Oh, man, David, shocked. You know, absolutely shocked that it occurred, you know. But, but once again, I mean, it, it, if not Jonathan, it could have been someone on the Sacramento King roster. It could have been someone else on our roster. And um, I, I know he was dealing with an injury, but, you know, we all know how hard he worked to get himself back, uh, to get himself ready to play. 
And, you know, look, uh, so Jonathan sets another two weeks and then plays because the injury occurred. Set another two months and come back because the injury occurred. Wait until the start of next season. Look, we can go on and on and on and have all these different ideas and thoughts of the woulda, coulda, shouldas. But at the end of the day, you know, it was determined. It was determined, I think twofold. It was determined twofold from our medical staff that he was ready to go. And look, you also have to depend on that player. You know, uh, I know Jeff would probably say, you know, no one knows a player's body better than himself when you're out there competing and, and on that grind every day and the grind of rehabbing like that. And, you know, uh, so you have to trust, you have to trust a player. It's just not, you don't have a, you're not sending a guy out there and he's apprehensive like, oh, I'm not sure if I'm ready. He's committed and he's ready. Yeah, I would just, let me just say, can you segue to it, John? I think that on of this grouping right here, I'm the only one that has torn an ACL in an NBA game. Am I correct on that? Okay, just I was correct. close. I was very close. I was close one time. Very, very close. So I, I would just say, you know, and, you know, here's one of those things is like when I did mine, I'm in the end of April. We're a week out from the playoffs playing the best basketball of my career in the best shape of my career. And it's a freak thing. It just yeah. happened. Um, it was, you know, if you, if you went back and looked at the film, you'd say, Man, I don't really see anything, but it's, it's part of the game. Injuries are part of it. Uh, and ACLs usually are just a freak accident it has nothing to do with prior history in most cases and things like that. And, you know, when I'm sitting there and I'm watching the replay, brought back a lot of memories for me because very similar. You just make a step and things happen. So, um, you know, I think I, I'd go along with what John said. It could happen at any time to any player, you know, in Jonathan's situation because of his injury history in the past, we just feel bad for him because the kid right. has worked so hard to get where he is right now. So I think that's so well said, Jeff. And that, that's the real key. It's kind of the, the internal, internal feelings that everyone has is because he, he has had some previous issues and we know how hard he's worked to get himself back. And then the last 48 hours of stance he took, a lot of emotion went into all of this. So, man, it just like smacked you. You know, when, 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 uh, when he went down, I mean, you could feel it right in your gut for a lot of like really emotional reasons, not just the, the knee itself at that time. That's absolutely right. Uh, he's 22 years old, John. Um, long term, I know you know you're not a medical guy, but you're you're around our medical people. Uh, long term, what what are the prospects for Jonathan coming off this injury and his history? Oh, look, it's uh, you know I I don't want to get too laissez-faire and say hey, look ACLs are a dime a dozen. They happen a lot, but they you know it's, it's a common injury in today's sport. And you know the interesting part about sport today, and we've been saying this for the last few years, is there's no career-ending injury anymore. Uh, guys can come back from anything, and an ACL is is it just occur. I mean, I've I've, I've been around guys, many guys who you know I, I can think of a guy like later in his career, a guy like Antonio McDice, who had you know a couple really difficult uh, knee issues and and came back and and finished his career extremely strong after after a number of years in dealing with that. So anyway, I mean that's just one name. I'm sure Jeff could go on and on, and we all could you know pick out pick out guys and players that. Maybe that you know you've had his teammates, or that we've all been around or uh, worked with that uh, have gone and had long, long careers after dealing with injuries like this. 
Hey, Florida, if you need to venture out to get your essential items, please don't get behind the wheel if you've been drinking. Instead, find a designated sober driver or use a delivery service. And remind your designated driver to always wear their safety belt and comply with the speed limit. We want everyone to make it back home safely. Remember, drive sober or get pulled over. This message has been brought to you by the Florida Department of Transportation. So, John, we've heard a lot of the of the things that the bubble has, uh, the campus has there at Disney. One of the things it has is an MRI machine. So, Jonathan was able to go and get that scan last night, right? Correct? Yeah, yeah. Right there, right there in the bubble. I mean, it's interesting, you know, you, the, the, uh, um, sometimes, you, you know, uh, you see these occurring, even like sometimes in your own, in your own like arena, and you start thinking, oh, what hospital can we get him to? And, and they'll say, well, it'll be like an hour, two, whatever. I mean, I heard him say, we can get it. We can, we can have the MRI in 15 minutes. And I was like, wow, you talk about efficient. Just another example of how efficient everything has been in this bubble. Well, well John, how about your guys? I mean, this team is playing terrific basketball right now. And, and again, I, I know Jonathan's going to be in their thoughts the, the rest of the way. But this has been a resilient bunch ever since you got here. You've seen them, and, and how, how are they taking everything? And they understand certainly the risk that you take playing this game and, and that injuries are a part of it as well. Well, you know, I, I, I give, I give uh, uh, you know, two factors to that. To me, it's, it's one, it's our players, and, and as you talk about the resiliency that they have. And, you know, guys that just kind of have that, workmanlike approach and how important that is especially in dealing with things like you know the uncertainty of injuries and things like that you know but you get a guy like like Ovuch I mean the guy just comes in the gym every day does his job you know Fournier Aaron Gordon they come to practice they work every day DJ you know a young guy like Markel is coming back and I think he's learning to do it the right way and he's showing those kind of attributes so you know, I, I give our guys a lot of credit for that. A guy like Michael Carter-Williams is out there, you know, giving everything he has on the floor. And so that's – and I also give Cliff, Cliff uh, credit for that. I mean, Steve Clifford is a coach. He's just kind of a – you know, we all know kind of a no-nonsense guy, but a great communicator with the players. And, uh, you know, you, know, you don't want to get – you know, start talking in cliches here, but you kind of have to kind of use that old, you know, next man up type theory. Yeah. And, and that's really kind of what we're looking at right now. And, but, you know, um, as I said, we, you know, we've been w- without Jonathan for a while. So, um, you know, guys just step up and we'll continue to continue to, I think hopefully we'll continue to play hard, continue to compete. Um, our, our effort, our effort, you know, obviously, Hey, last night we were basically almost 50, 50, 80, 50% from the field, almost 50% from three and 80 from the line. You do that. You're going to win a lot of the game. <laughs> But along with that, along with it, there was an energy level with our team. I mean, defensively, man, we were, we were moving. We were playing so hard. We were competing. Our rotations were, were, were crisp. Um, and the ball movement was very, very good. But, you know, you get in one of those rhythms and, 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 and it all starts happening. It starts working. And, you know, now we've got to find a way to do it again uh, tomorrow night against Indiana. John, uh, David and I were talking on air last night a little bit about being on the campus, no travel, no distractions, more time really to focus on the game of basketball, whether that's you know in preparation, um, going into the auxiliary gym when your time is up, getting extra shots and things like that. Do you think that's made a difference? Scoring is up during these, uh, the time on the bubble and everything. We're seeing a pretty high level of basketball. I maintain because 
there's really not much else to do but just focus on the game. Are you seeing that as well? I, I think so, Jeff. And I, I think, you know what else? The rest factor. You know, the fact that, that um, you know how sometimes they'll talk about um, having your family in for the holidays and how distracting that can be because you have so many people in the house and then they go away, but you still have, you know, you still have your immediate family. For some players, you still have your wife and maybe a child or two. And here, there's no one here. It's just us. And so I can tell you, it's, the rooms are quiet. And um, I, I, think, I think rest is playing a part into the, to the equation that you're talking about, Jeff. I think the guys are rested. And you're, and you're right. I think there's a singular focus on basketball, and the rest factor is a, is a part of it. David still has people in his house from Christmas. <laughs> yeah, they're they're never leaving. No, no, we don't. We don't. It's not it's not like that, Dante. But we do have a lot of guests around the holidays. <laughs> Just saying, huh? Just saying. We love them though. We love them. <laughs> well, John, what what has your team found here? That that is this all seems you know shot making is going to come and go, but the energy, all the things you talked about, the workmanlike approach, these are all sustainable things. The way they're moving the basketball, the the way they're defending, the energy they seem to have. What what do you like about what this team is doing right now? Well, you, but, but you know, you, you get a little worried and get a little concerned. We play two. We have three scrimmages. Yeah. And the first two scrimmages, we could not make a shot. Sure. Right. And and you know, so you walk off the floor in a game like that and say, well, we kind of did what we normally do. We competed at, at kind of the right level and we did the little things defensively that we're supposed to do. And we played within our system and we didn't turn the ball over as, at, at, you know, at an extremely high level. We just couldn't make a shot. And you go, Oh my gosh, are we not going to be able to make a shot? And then the third, third scrimmage, we came out and shouted well, and now we've continued to do that in the first two games. So you don't want to simplify things too much and say, it's just about shooting. But I mean, man, the energy that is created when that when the ball goes in the basket, and the energy is created when you get that steal and get a breakaway, or when you when you when you you know hit that open three, that that's it's so contagious, and just helps so many things. So, you know, I, I, you know, obviously the you know the theory is if 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 you're not making the shots, then the defense has to you know you have to create that energy defensively, and I get that, and um, and I, you have to do that. You have to find a way to be tough enough to do that and mentally tough enough to do that. But boy, making shots sure does help. You know, John, we've seen uh, Steve Clifford, it's really interesting to watch him uh, shift the way that he coaches in terms of uh, his player rotations, how many players he's using. And uh, it's been impressive to Jeff and me, and I'm sure everybody, just uh, how much quality play he's gotten from so many different players. The first unit has been efficient. He goes with a full five-man second unit. They do a great job. Even without Jonathan Isaac, I feel like you plug uh, Gary Clark or Wes Wundu into that spot, uh, you're still going to be able to operate and function uh, effectively. Um, how, how important is the depth that you guys have been able to put together, and not just for your team, but throughout what we're experiencing? As you said, all we have is basketball games. A lot of basketball games, they just keep coming with just one day in between. Yeah, you know, and, and I looked out there last night and, and saw that the, the second group, uh, kind of rolling and, and I realized oh my gosh the second group because of injuries the second group uh, last night consisted of Mark Kel Fultz, yeah. Michael Carter Williams, Terrence Ross and Jonathan Isaac that's pretty strong along with Kim Birch who's going to give you great yeah. energy and effort but I mean those four guys from an offensive skill standpoint and overall st player standpoint those are good players um, 
Now, obviously, some of those guys are starters, and they'll you know move back in, into different spots at different times. But um, you know, our, our our depth has been good, and now we're down one man with you know with Jonathan. But you're right, you know, a guy like Gary Clark has Gary's played well. You know, Gary's a Gary's a good basketball player. He's interesting. He 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 rebounds the ball a little better than you think he's going to rebound it. He'll get like a sneaky block shot that you don't think he's going to get. And then, you know, hopefully, so far, he's continued to make those open threes. And if he can just do that and help us stretch the floor, that will, uh, that will be a key factor. And you're right, getting a guy like Wes back, you know, Wes brings some energy to us. You know, Jeff always talks about Wes being one of our better runners. And he's right. You know, Wes really runs the floor, uh, helps things get out in transition. You know, he's another guy. He's, he's, a, he's a little better ball handler than you realize. And when he plays within himself offensively, I think he can be very effective. John, with uh, so we've we've got we're two and zero so far in the seeding games. We played two teams we needed to be sub five hundred teams. Schedule gets a little tougher now. The next four against you know playoff uh, teams that are looking to make a run late into the playoffs. How does this change things now? What do you see? What's your preview for us of the next four games? Four and O, JT. He predicts <laughs> like four and O. All well, twenty I mean, point victories, no big deal. You're All right. Fine. You're right. That's probably kind of an open. <laughs> I'll put you more on the spot, okay. John. Just tell me, what are the challenges that you see? The difference from the previous two games. Well, I agree. I, I did like when you started with the two and O. That sounded very good. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good start. Right. Um, look, man. You know the challenges are. You play better teams. You got to even play better than we have. You know, and and. Um, so, you know, you think we played uh, hard in the first two games to continue to win, we're going to have to play harder. You think we played, you know, uh, efficient, smart basketball, we're going to have to do that and more. You know, we're going to have to continue to shoot the ball as well as we have. So all those kind of things, you know, no slippage. You can't, you know, probably the effort, everything is has, to, has to be more consistent to, to beat these kind of quality teams. And that's why they are who they are because uh, – you know, for us, for us, probably the difference between us and them is their margin for error is greater than our margin for error. That they 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 can sustain at times. Um, you know, a few more missed shots, maybe a few more, uh, maybe defensive laps here or there, uh, something like that. Well, for us, for us to beat those kind of teams, we have to have less of those. John, you guys have been there almost a month now. It, it, it seems it, it, the days all blend together, but you guys have almost been there a whole month. Talk about a little bit what went into making the guys feel like home. I, I know there was a lot that went on with Becky Bonner's group um, and Zach, our chef, uh, things, things to try to make the transition into the campus life there at Disney as, as seamless as possible. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we, we obviously tried to have some team activities, some dinners, you know, some, some bowling, some things like that. Uh, Becky and, and Regan did a great job of, uh, you know, putting pictures up, family pictures around some of the rooms. Uh, so you, it's fun for me. I walk into our meal room. I say, hey, there's, there's my daughter and my wife. You know, it's kind of fun to put a little smile on my face. I, I can tell you this, it puts a smile on my heart when I see them. So I'm sure it's the same for the players when they have a chance to see their families and significant others and people connected to them. And um, so sometimes it's your pet. <laughs> <laughs> that's not all bad too. I love my dog. My dog didn't make the picture. He disappointed me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it's been great, you know, and then, and the league overall, I think, I think, you know, George, the fact that, you know, the old saying, no stone unturned, 
that's what's going on here with the league. I mean, it's, it's, it's been remarkable uh, what they have done and how they have done this. I, this thing can't be duplicated. Yeah. I mean, even if they said, even if they said, okay, we're going to shut this down uh, when it's over and let's do it again in six months. Let's just say whatever a year from now, mm-hmm. I don't think they could do it again. It can't be this good. Maybe it could, but well, I mean, they did not miss a beat with this. And so I, th- I think the fact that they've done that, I think that's helped the players feel comfortable knowing that it's safe, it's organized, and everything is ready for them. Is there one thing there that is on the campus that you that just blows your mind that it's there? I mean, we've seen some photos of, like, say, the barber shop that was built just right. in the middle. You know, is there one thing where you're just like, holy crap, how did they do this? I didn't see it, but I want to see it. I'll, so, so this is one that I, I was shocked by this. So Jacob Diamond, our, our equipment manager, I, I was at a practice uh, you know, a few days ago and was kind of standing by Jacob. And, and one of the players uh, threw their practice jersey over you know, towards him. And, um, and I just said something to him about like laundry. And I said, uh, Jacob, like, where are you doing the laundry at? And, and he told me that they took, um, I think it was like, from when the, when the Atlanta Braves used to have their training camp right, here, right, right. spring training, mm-hmm. I think it was their batting cage and that they went in and they put in 63 washers and 63 dryers right across oh, from that. Wow. You can imagine, imagine wow. I mean, I, I, I got to see it. I got to see it. And he goes, it's, and you think about that, you know, in the batting cage, you don't have water. You don't have vents, probably not a whole lot of electricity and other things. So they had to go into, I don't, I don't how quickly could they have gotten that done? But once again, everything. But to me, talk about all the basketball things, talk about all the niceties they have around. I want to see those washers and dryers. To me, that is totally <laughs> remarkable. Wow, that's fantastic. So John, so last tweeted a picture of that out. I saw that. He, he, he had a photo oh, of did he? washers and dryers, yeah. You can find that. That was good. Hey, Freddie, if you need to venture out, get your essential items, please don't get behind the wheel if you've been drinking. Instead, find a designated sober driver or use a delivery service and remind your designated driver to always wear their safety belt and comply with the speed limit. We want everyone to make it back home safely. Remember, drive sober or get pulled over. This message brought to you by the Florida Department of Transportation. We appreciate those good folks. And no one has that problem on the NBA He's not driving anywhere. He's not going anywhere. He's driving driving a golf cart. Dante, you know, it was kind of funny when you started that, because we're on a Zoom like this, you were kind of looking over the top reading. I thought, I thought you were talking to Jeff. We all thought we were talking to Jeff there. I'm just, right? I'm just glad you said Jeff, not me. <laughs> I know a lot of people do. So, great. John, the other night, uh, last night, uh, Dante, in his Dante, moment with Dante, had a story about the Magic team players going golfing. And so we had a picture of a bus pulling up to the golf course and a guy, first guy off the bus in his hat and his mask is John Hammond and he grabs his clubs. Uh, and so my, my question to you is like, so I kind of know Disney a little bit. I know the Grand Floridian where you're staying can't be more than half mile, three quarters of a mile from the Palm Magnolia golf course. So you can't just grab your clubs and go play around. You've got, it's an outing where everybody goes together. Is that what I'm, I'm in, seeing there from that story? Yeah, and, 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 but once again, Jeff, that just goes to tell you about everything that's going on here and how precise everything is. I mean, it's remarkable. You know, we, 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 we get out our, our, our website and they have uh, um, activities 
you, you hit the activity button and then there's different things that you can do. One of them could let's say be golf and then, and then you'll hit the golf and then they'll say you hit Grand Floridian and they'll give you your tea time options. And it's not all day. Usually sometimes it's, it's options like early morning, late afternoon or whatever. But then, and then, so you make your request. They'll even come back and say, well, you did, how many of there are you? I mean, everything is organized to a T to here's your bus time. Uh, well, excuse me. Now, now that now they're going every 15 minutes for that. But even that, when, when, when you go over, when you go over to the, to, the, to the golf course itself, they have your name. If someone in your foursome that was supposed to be there, they'll ask you, well, where's Jeff Turner as an example? He was supposed to be in your group. I mean, everything is, is just, it's just so precise and so well organized. Um, the one thing that's nice about golf, I will say this, is that two things. Two things is one, it gets you out of your room for a while, you know? And if you're going to play 18 holes of golf, it's like sometimes a three to four hour window. So just to get out of the room and get some fresh air, that's great. And the second thing is you do it without a mask, you know, because yeah. we have to wear masks all the time. Right. So those two factors really make golf enjoyable. And if, man, if you ever hit the ball well, then it's really fun. That's the hardest part. <laughs> that is for all of us too, John. Well, hey, listen, last thing, and then we'll get you out of here. We appreciate the time as always. But do you ever talk, do you talk with Jeff and the players and your other people, cohorts and people inside this campus on just the historic nature of this whole thing, what it means to be a part of this? It's never happened before, and, and you're all in there. You're, you're on the front lines of something that, that we've never seen before. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we, a lot of us talk about that. And I've you know, visited even with guys from other teams that we, we've said the same thing, that this is a history maker. I, uh, it's, it's a history maker. And, and I think it's going to be, too, because of the way they did it on how well it was run. You know, knock on wood, if I can find some wood near enough, that, <laughs> that hopefully nothing, there's no outbreak, everything's going to be safe, continues yeah. as is. And if it continues like that, I mean, it's just, it's so far so good. It's working like clockwork. And think about this. The bubble's going to shrink, you know, in just yeah. a, matter of, with a matter of a few more days. It's going to be, what, six teams gone? Right. And then the playoffs start, and it's going to be eight teams gone. So the sure. bubble's going to continue to shrink. It's going to make it easier to run. And, uh, uh, but overall, I mean, kudos over and over to the league and for, for what they've done. I get a sense, though, John, that uh, nobody's doing a victory dance just yet, right? There, there is a long way to go. I mean, everybody's got to stay focused on, on how to keep things safe, right? 100%. But, you know, David, it's kind of interesting. I, yeah, yes, I think that is the case. But there is, there is a little bit of us, us I think, that, that uh, I don't think anybody's – look, yeah, you do kind of let your guard down a little bit because you feel so safe. But, but um, you know, basically, you have – eyes on you every moment here with the, with the exception of when you're in your room. I mean, so you are being watched. If you think for one moment you're going to stray somewhere or not have your mask on or not, or not, you know, take your test that day or whatever, it's not going to happen. So, so I think that, that you do let your guard down a little bit because it is so well run, but I think, um, you know, uh, they're watching and, and they're making sure we're doing it right. And hopefully it, it continues to be safe. This podcast presented to you by the all-new Seltos SUV from Kia, official vehicle of the Orlando Magic. Give it everything. John, thank you so much for the time, and good luck the rest of the way, okay? Man, great scene. <laughs> These faces right here. I love that. <laughs> Appreciate it, John. Have a good one. Thanks See so much. John. See you, John. Orlando Magic Pod Squad, presented by Kia, official vehicle of the Orlando Magic.